All right, man, we are live, man. Welcome to the Talking Sports with Manny YouTube channel. Tonight, this is the Back Row Skins show, and I got some friends with me. Man, we're going to have a good time tonight, man. We're going to talk some Washington football. Um, yeah, blooper there. <laughs> so let me bring up my guys. I got my guy, Dev, in the building all the way from Tennessee. You know, host, one of the, one of the hosts of the Washington Football Addicts podcast. So you guys make sure you guys subscribe to the pod. So off the chain, I got my guy Wiz Skins with me, man. This is the second time on the show. And I got my guy, you bet hate me yet. <laughs> um, so we're going to have a good time tonight, man. And uh, we're going to talk some Washington football. So, man, Dev, man, how you doing, brother? I'm hanging in there. How you guys doing? Thanks man, for having doing me. Doing awesome, man. Doing awesome, man. Weird skins, man. What's good with you? Everything's good, man, besides this hot weather we got. Yeah, man. I heard that, man. And then last but not least, my guy, I'm going to just call him. You hate me? <laughs> you hate? Yo, yo. What what's up, going bro? on, man? How y'all doing? Man, doing good, man. Glad to have you guys on the show, man. We're going to have a good time, man. Uh, and, um... I see my guy Timeout Sports in the building. You guys make sure you guys subscribe to Timeout Sports Podcast. So it's going to be a live show. So we're going to get some people to come in and chop it up. But before we get started with the show, man, I wanted to kind of have an icebreaker, okay? I put something on Twitter today on my Talking Sports with Manny uh, uh, Twitter page, and people went off on me. So here's what I said. I said that Terry McLaurin will have a bigger season this year than A.J. Brown. And we're going to go around the frames, and you guys let me know if you guys agree with this statement, and then I'm going to wrap it up. So we're going to start with Dev, man. What you think? <laughs> I'm muted. I'm muted. Terry McLaurin, McLaurin, I think we'll have a great year. I, I think that he's going to have the best receiving year. The, the only way I see it going anybody else's way is if he gets injured. I mean, if you want to ask the truth, though, I think Gibson has the big year this year. Okay, okay. I mean, I, I give you that. I mean, I have a big year for Terry as well. I'm gonna tell you guys my stat predictions at the end. Right. Wiz man, who are you taking? I think I saw you like or retweet the post. Who are you taking, man? Terry or AJ Brown this year? I'm taking Terry. Uh, I think Terry could lead the league in receiving yards this year. So I'm 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 going high with Terry this year. I'm going high with okay. Terry. I love it. I love it. So Whiskey says that Terry can lead the league in yards this year. I like that. You hate. How about you, bro? Man, I'm gonna stay true to my name. I'm gonna take AJ, man. Um okay. if Julio stay healthy. That's a problem over there in Tennessee. So I'm going to definitely have to go with AJ. And only, Julio stay healthy. The only reason I disagree with him, the only reason I disagree is because I think Julio is going to get touches, but I also think that they're still going to remain a Derrick Henry-centric team. Mm -hmm. So if you add the carries and snaps he's going to take away, and then you take Julio's, and then you got to think about the tight end getting some catches, Whereas I think McLaurin, if he's healthy all year, is a clear number one option as far as receivers go. Facts. 
So here's my case. Obviously, Julio joins the Titans, right? And me and Dev get to see a lot of Julio this year. We get to see a lot of Julio this year. They're I'm in Kentucky, by the way. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you probably, I mean, you probably get more Titans games than anything out there. Yeah, 40, 40 minutes away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so here's the thing. You bring in Julio, right? Everybody's saying you Titans are bringing in Julio to be the number two, blah, blah. Look, Julio was coming here to be Julio. Let's go ahead and just get that out of the way, right? So Julio's coming here to be Julio. That means, number one, he's going to command targets, right? So if A.J. Brown had uh, 1,000 yards and about 11 touchdowns last year, I think the yards possibly go down, okay? The catches and targets definitely go down. I see Terry with more catches. I see Terry with, with about 94 to 97 receptions. I see Terry with at least 1,400 yards. But Man. I see Terry with seven touchdowns. So if A.J. AJ Brown has to get double-digit touchdowns and 1,000 yards just to be better, whether it's fantasy-wise, because this is really a fantasy post that I made, whether it's fantasy-wise, whether it's total points, whatever, I definitely see Terry with more yards, and Terry's going to be the focal point of that offense. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's kind of why I say what I say. Okay, I feel you. Let me let me go ahead and jump in on this. Um, okay. I feel like opposing defenses want to make the Tennessee Titans one-dimensional, which means I would rather them throw and beat me than have Derrick Henry run that ball down my damn throat and end up looking like a fool on national TV. So I feel <laughs> like people are going to load the box, nine and ten people, and make Tannehill throw the ball. Like, that's, mm -hmm. what they, that's what they have to do. They have to throw the ball. So I would definitely lean towards A.J. Brown just because of that reason. Like, I'm, I'm not going to sit there and let a, a, a team run all over me. That's just right. not going to happen. So I think they're going to be forced to throw. Hey, I, I feel you. Like, I'm not arguing with you. Look. A.J. Brown was my favorite wide receiver in that draft before I even knew who Terry was, okay? <laughs> but I did say that A.J. Brown and Terry, they both of them run the best routes out of all the wide receivers out there. D.K. is nice. He's more so of a physical specimen. You know what I'm saying? He's able to catch. He's fast. He's But his hands, his hands is kind of funny when it comes to D.K. Metcalf. But um, I say all this to say, I think Terry – has a big season, even with all the weapons that, that the football team has added, one thing that Fitzpatrick likes to do is he loves to target his number one wide receiver. And I think this year Terry breaks out, and then maybe we extend Terry at the end of the season. That's another thing that we need to talk about. When is the right time to, to, to you know, go ahead and pay Terry? I say it's right now. How about you, Dev? Uh, you pay Terry when he's a pro bowler. Okay, okay, I mean, but hey, we have to I remember mean, if if you were to take if you were to rank Terry out of all the number one receivers in the NFL, do you think he'd be somewhere between fifteen and twenty? He'd be I in my top ten. He'll be around. 10 really, you you? I can name. I I love Terry by the way, but mm -hmm. I can name ten just off the, my dome probably better than him. That that's no shade to Terry. There's a lot of no, good receivers no in the league. It's you no know, shade. But, but I get why somebody would think ten. I it's 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 real dicey. But you know what I look at? I look at age projection. Like you look yeah. at okay, year one almost a thousand yards, right? Year two, a thousand yards. 
uh, both years. I think it was like seven touchdowns and was it four or five last year? I can't even remember. So the touchdown numbers are down. Targets are going to be up this year. Receptions are going to be up. So you look at projection where people are headed. Like when you look at all the wide receivers that have started, let's just say that Terry had a thousand yards year one. You look at the receivers that have started their their you know careers with two consecutive thousand yard seasons. You know the list is very short. I mean, it, it, like you look at uh, Mike Evans. What Mike Evans have done in seven years, thousand yards each year. So we know Terry's only been in, in in the league for two years, and you you have to project. When you let him become a pro bowler, you're talking about big-time money. DeAndre Hopkins gets paid $27 million. That's the highest, right? Then the next uh, under him is like, what, uh, 18 or 20 maybe, somewhere around there. So my whole thing is, as a business guy, right, if I'm in the front office, you want to get the best cost or the best price possible. And that's doing an extension now, This before this season, or, or after next season. After next season, he's going to blow up. Price of admission just goes up. So that's kind of where I'm looking at it. Uh, how about you, uh, uh, Whiskins? Yeah, I kind of feel the same. If this was stocks, this would be the, the perfect time to hop in and, <laughs> yes, sir. and to go ahead and buy. Um, like I said, I think he'll lead the league this year. Terry mm-hmm. reminds me a little bit of Steve Smith for the Panthers. I think kind of the underrated receiver that, that's truly good when you stop and really look at it. Right. I think this year will definitely show that we'll have a balanced offense, um, a competent quarterback. And, you know, for, for the first time, he won't be able to just be the, the focal point where defenses could say, hey, we just need to stop Terry. So, I mean, right. I, I too, I believe it'll be a big year for Terry. Like you said, Fitz likes to target mm-hmm. the quarterbacks a lot. So, and in, in my opinion, if you wait, if you wait, like you said, we'll have to pay a premium for him. We'll have to pay him that Pro Bowl bonus pretty much if, right. if he makes makes the Pro Bowl. I think uh, you, you got you got to pay him like a Pro Bowler in a way. Yeah, yeah. I think it's cheaper. It's cheaper without the Pro Bowler. It's, it's, I mean, yeah. look, all I'm saying is there's and a there's a, a it's, hey, yeah, it's a timing thing. Like sometimes you you want to wait for he, for people to blow up. You know, for, sometimes you want to see production or more production before you pay a guy. But I'm telling you, if the football team waits till he gets into year four, Kirk Cousins it can again. get real ugly. Yeah, you, we're talking about franchise tag. <laughs> we're talking about overspending. As much as I yeah. love Terry, you don't want to overpay, but you might have to if it gets into year four. If we don't get something done after next season, it, it's going to get ugly. Um, I would say we will have to exercise this fifth year option because you think like we got. There get- is none. He was a third there- rounder. Oh, there is yeah. none. So we got to get, get Montez out the way too. So yep. Montez and Payne. and Payne. So that's that's coming. That's next season, man. So we got to do it. Go. Man, you right. We we might have Tim to, to a year. <laughs> I like to settle. Yeah, I, I like settle. Matter of fact, yeah, I w- I would definitely say keep settle trade. I not because he's getting up there in age. And we could definitely get some for him too. That rotation right. is nasty right now, though. So all right. So, guys, man, shout out to third down. He is in the crowd. He says, Man, he can't wait to see what Samuel brings to the field. Now, you guys talk to me a little bit about Samuel, man. Since we're on wide receivers right now, are you guys worried? He has not played, he has not practiced. We don't even know if this guy can walk. We don't even know if this guy can run. 
Wiskins, talk to me about Curtis Samuel and what you're expecting out of him this season. Um, I'm not worried because Ron doesn't seem worried. And mm-hmm. and and Ron likes to play it cool, but he's also a pretty frank guy. So mm-hmm. to the, the fact that he's not worried has me, you know, a little bit at ease and but it's been a long time. You know, we have we've been waiting to see Terry and we haven't really got to see it. So it's hard to project on what type of season he'll actually have and, and how it will look. We haven't seen practice film, right. preseason, some seven on seven. We haven't really seen anything. But I'm expecting um a big year from Curtis. I think right. also defenses maybe are forgetting about him. Not quite sure. The Chargers are probably feeling the same way. Uh what do we expect from Curtis? We have no idea, no clue right now. So I, I'm I'm just as curious as the Chargers are, and I think I hope we'll both be surprised. All right, hey, you hate talk to me a little bit about Curtis Samuel. Then we'll go ahead and jump into our first topic. Um, I'm not worried, but I am nervous. You know what I mean? Like we haven't seen him. You're right, we haven't seen anything from him. Um, and he's been they say he's been hurt. And um, his prior injury history doesn't point towards anything positive. So I would be a little bit worried if he's not 100% by week one. Right. I mean, totally. I mean, like, we look, I'm glad that Dayami Brown is coming up. I'm glad that, you know, some of these other younger wide receivers are stepping up. And thank God for Adam Humphreys, who I was kind of iffy about because of his health. But that's just another guy who can come in and play that slot while Dayami's on the outside so that Curtis Samuel can get all the time he needs because I don't want lingering injuries. I don't want him to be rushed back. And then next thing you know, he's out for two games or whatever, whatever. Dev, talk to me a little bit about Curtis Samuel. I I like Curtis Samuel. I'm, uh, I am also intrigued on uh, what his possibilities are for our offense. I, just imagine that guy motioning in the backfield um, along with a McKissick or, or, you know, Gibson also back there. The, that automatically turns the cornerback into a linebacker. That's a win for our offense, right? You know, if you want to run on them, I, I definitely um, can't wait to see what he does. I hope he stays uh, healthy, but it's a hamstring, right, or something like that. I think it's something with, his, growing, with his lower leg, something. yeah, groin, something. Man, I'm hoping that's not one of those things that linger for you know the whole season, right, yes, sir, like, yes, sir, so. like James Harden. Absolutely. <laughs> no, Absolutely. no, no, no. I got something better. Deshaun Jackson. Right. You know how we would have him for five weeks, and then he's out for three weeks, then we got another mm-hmm. for another two weeks, and then he's out for the rest of the season? Yeah. That's yes, what I sir. hope doesn't happen. Man, so guys, man, there's a historic moment right now. So ever since I got monetized on YouTube, you know, um, this is my first Super Chat. So shout out to oh. Third Down. Appreciate the $5 Super Chat. He says, what wide receivers and how many – are going to uh, are, are 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 we going to keep? You know, he says, are we going to keep four quarterbacks? He's a big Stephen Montez fan. He calls him AK Spanish Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Wouldn't that be Spanish Jesus? <laughs> so man, hey, you guys, talk to me about the six wide receivers or seven that we keep. I'm going to start with you, hate, and then we'll work our way backwards. Oh man. Okay, so we definitely got. We got Terry, Brown, Samuel. Um, I think we keep Cam. I think we keep Humphreys. That puts us at five. Um, my last guy, I think we keep I think we keep Gandy Golden. 
Um, he's definitely the biggest wide receiver we have on the roster right now. So I definitely think we keep Gandy Golden for that red zone threat. Um, I, I think that's it, man. I, I think we're going to carry uh, six. Okay. I mean, hey, I, I love it. I love it. How about you, Dev? I was make, I was looking at the roster now to make sure I got him right. But <laughs> I want I – want, uh, this is like a grain of salt to me. I've been I've been kind of going through this all week about this position, but I, I think it's going to be Terry Brown, uh, obviously Samuels, I think Cam Sims, and AGG. I, I I think, and then we go with Milne over Humphreys. And the only reason I'm saying this if is if Samuels is healthy, why do you need a veteran backup slot? It I doesn't make it, it doesn't make it don't make sense to me. And there's no indictment on on, on uh on Humphreys because he's a he's a he's a good, he's a talented receiver he's an NFL worthy starting slot receiver on a lot of teams but what I'm saying is why if you're gonna keep a backup slot don't pay him almost two million dollars to do it why would you just pay Milne or even Wright because Wright has other uses I know Humphreys can play special teams but you can't line Humphreys up in the backfield you can do oh. that with with uh with Wright and if oh. you're just going strictly a slot backup then why not keep Milne Granted, maybe you'll be able to keep me on on practice squad. I don't think so. Okay, and I have a rebuttal for you. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, you know how watching the Dallas Cowboys versus the Redskins or the Washington football team, as we would refer to them now, and you would see on third down, and you would see how we always screaming at the TV, you got to check Jason Witten. You got to check mm-hmm. Jason Witten. You got to check Jason Witten. And what happens? Who catches the third down? I, I agree with you there. This, this <laughs> okay. is my point on that, though. Hit me out. Hit me out. Hit me out. Yeah. Like, yeah, so you can teach the position of a slot, but you can't teach veteran savviness. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's something that, that that's earned. And I think Humphreys has definitely earned that savviness in the slot to get open when he needs to get open. He doesn't always have to be the focal point of the offense, but he's definitely going to get open on third downs to move the chains when we need them. So that's why I say we keep them. Hey, you know, I'm that, loving I, this. Again, I'm not this, not this in Humphreys, but my argument is everything you said is true. But if he's the backup slot, you don't need him. He's not going to do that. The backup slot's only going to get like 12, 15 catches a year. So what do you need Humphreys to catch a first down, one or two first downs a season? When mm-hmm. I mean, those 20 I, catches can go to Milne or Wright, and also I, you can hand it off to Wright. But have Milne or Wright shown the consistency to get open? You can't show consistency if you're not playing. You can right. show it in practice. I guess, and- like, like I said, if they if if the goal is to play Humphreys, if he's if his goal is to play slot and maybe maybe uh, Samuels plays outside or him getting substantial playing time, I would definitely keep Humphreys. I just don't understand why you would keep a veteran on a team behind another veteran. He doesn't need the grooming. He doesn't need the veteran assistance. We got plenty of guys with veteran salvi on the team already at receiver. I don't think it's, it's as cut and dry as this. He's behind him and he's behind him. Mm-hmm. I think they'll more so have it where maybe certain positions they feel more comfortable with this guy over that guy. Certain formations, certain situations. And with a long season, um, I think you'll be hard-pressed to just say, well, we'll have this veteran and we don't need another veteran. No. I mean, it's, it's 17 games, so I mean, we don't even have Samuels playing right now. So I agree. With, it's, I agree with that. That's that's the that's the kicker. If Samuels isn't healthy, then yeah, you gotta 
Keith Humphreys, but it, you can find another Samuels. You know, what I mean, it's not it, there's a there's a there's a ton of veteran slot receivers sitting at home. Humphreys would probably still be available, you know, in week three or four. To be real honest, right? Uh, I don't think Milne will make it to practice squad. I don't think that'll happen. Well, guys, check this out, man. Check this out. We got our second Super Chat. Shout out to Anonymous Taylor for the $5 Super Chat. He says, the Yami Brown will be the man this year outside of Terry. Now, let me tell you guys something about Taylor right here. Taylor's a Titans fan, but look, he is big on the Yami Brown. I've done so many drafts with this guy, and he continues to draft the Yami Brown around earlier. So he sees something in the Yami Brown. He probably sees the same thing I saw in A.J. Brown in the Yami Brown. Okay, so Dayami Brown is primed to have a good season if he gets the workload. I love Dayami Brown, and um, even though that we're still talking about Adam Humphreys, I am with Dev. Me and Dev are on the same page. When I did my video, a lot of people went off on me talking about, well, Adam Humphreys, he's he's you know a veteran and he's savvy and this and that. I get all that, but if he's not part of the plan moving forward, then why? Why would you invest in a Humphreys? Look, if Dax Mill, if he can do a lot of the things that Humphreys can do, right? Hear me out. Then you might want to invest in the younger guy. But, you know, if that chemistry is there, which fits in Humphreys, then okay. But in the preseason, we have not seen that chemistry. And the only thing that worries me about Humphreys is his health. If he's healthy, I'm okay with him being part of the six or part of the seven. So, that's my argument when it comes to Humphreys. I'm not saying that he's a lock, but I can definitely see him making a team and having an impact on the team. Appreciate the super chat, Anonymous Taylor. Uh, we got my boy Chef Dre Boog in the building. Man, he says, I'm liking the back and forth, fellas. Good points. Yeah, this is really literally turned into a debate episode. It wasn't supposed to be a debate episode, but hey, I love it, man. So uh, <laughs> moving on to the next topic, man. What's the next topic? So we got well. This is actually the first topic of the show. We're 22 minutes in, and we've not even hit the first topic of the show. So Stephen Sims and Harmon was cut. Stephen Sims actually just got picked up by Buffalo. Okay. Now, question is, how do you feel about both guys getting cut? And second, who had more impact in DC, and who did you trust more? I'm gonna start with Dave on this one. Um, first question is, who do I? Who did I think? Deserve to be cut the most, or yeah, okay, okay. So, pretty much, how do you feel about both guys being cut? Let's go ahead and start with that. I predicted both of those, I think most of us predicted they would end up getting cut. I didn't think it would be before the final cuts, but right. Um, Sims is a good player, man. I, if I had if you asked me who I trust more between those guys, it would be Sims because we because we've seen at least some big plays, even some have been left on the field, but we've seen some plays. That he's made, uh, particularly the one against Pittsburgh. I mean, New England, wasn't it? Where he mm -hmm. caught the screen or whatnot. Right. You know, a uh, couple of kick returns. We've seen him do it. Um, I think that Buffalo's going to be a good spot for him to land. Okay, okay, uh, okay. I, I'm rooting yeah. for him, just like I'm rooting for Haskins, man. Uh, hanging <laughs> hey, that guy. 
Another super chat, man. Anonymous Taylor. Appreciate the five dollar super chat. He says, <laughs> he says, y'all didn't give the Yami Brown enough love. All right, man. Look, you know what? After we're done with these topics, we're gonna give the Yami his own segment, man. I'm telling you guys, this guy is a the Yami Brown guy. So we're gonna give the Yami Brown his own segment, man. For real, for real, Tommy. I promise. You. Is that the right. Brown sending this money in? It might huh? be. It might be. It might be. It might be Anonymous Taylor disguised <laughs> as Dayami Brown, but appreciate the super Probably chat, Kevin man. Durant. Keep them coming, man. Appreciate you guys. <laughs> so, hey, you hate, man. <laughs> you talk to me about Stephen Sims and Harmon, man. Like, who did you trust more? Like, neither who had more impact? Them. Neither one of them. Stephen <laughs> Sims, I feel like he was a preseason warrior last season. Um, okay. We picked him up because we didn't have any speed outside of Terry. So okay. we picked him up. Um, I feel like Kevin Kevin Harmon, he had he had promise, but he didn't show enough before his injury. Um, they okay. put him on the field. Of course, if you block long enough, somebody's going to get open. So he did have a couple of flashes, you know, where he was open, using the big body, using his hands. But I felt like Kevin Harmon needed to go to the practice squad. Steven Sims, he needed to be somewhere else, obviously, because it wasn't working here. He obviously – was eating popcorn before every game because he was dropping multiple passes, leaving his feet when he didn't have to. He wasn't running deep enough routes. Um, he was making people miss, but he was matched up against linebackers and safeties. Like, once they put a corner on him, they jammed him. They put him on yeah. his butt multiple times a game. <laughs> so, I felt like Steven Sims definitely needed a fresh start somewhere else, man. Like, yeah. it was it was definitely time to go. So, my answer, I didn't trust either one of them. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, look, I love it, man. I respect. I appreciate your honesty. life. I appreciate your honesty, man. He, hey, he's keeping it real. He says, "Look, his name is you hate me yet." I mean, he keeps it real. Uh, Where's man? PSN Talk to too, me, man. man. Talk to me, my brother. Uh, <laughs> I, that that that's pretty funny. But I feel like, um, for one, yeah, I didn't care too much about either of them getting caught. <laughs> I was, it was only a matter of time to me. They all in the same. But uh, I do feel like, you know, Sims had the most impact. His 2019 season, you know, he had four, four touchdowns. He had a decent mm -hmm. year for an offense that was struggling. He mm -hmm. was one of the few bright spots. And he just fell off in 2020. He just really lacked consistency. And it's really hard to, to come back from that. Even though he looked good this year in camp and in preseason, and maybe not even really preseason, but I heard he looked good in camp. I mean, he's the kind of player that would look good in camp, going against some threes and fours, making people miss. You know, he's a fast, flashy guy. But he he showed last year that when it really counts, you know, he can't be counted on. And as a coach, that's mm. something that you really just can't get out your mind. Right. I mean, hopefully he gets another chance in Buffalo. With Kelvin, uh, that might be the end of his career, unfortunately. I mean, I, I you know, he may have yeah. to look at another – Avenue. I'm sure he'll get another shot again, but you absolutely, know, it's hard to come come back for those kind of things. Yeah, it definitely yeah. is, man. Man, shout out to Third Down. Uh, another super chat, five dollar super chat. Appreciate you, my brother. He says y'all didn't give Stephen Montez, aka Spanish Jesus, love <laughs> for being the only quarterback to throw a TD so far. Look, after the Dayami segment. Too. We're going to give y'all a, a, a Steven Montez segment. So we're going to add those two topics to the show. Man, I love it, man. I love Hey, the people in the crowd is like, look, man, y'all going to talk about my guy. Y'all going to talk about my guy. Appreciate the super <laughs> chats, man. Appreciate the love. Appreciate the love. So um, 
we're gonna move on to the next topic, man. Let's just go ahead and just talk about Dayami Brown, okay? <laughs> this is what the people, this is what the people want to hear, okay? They paid me to talk about about Dayami Brown. I'm, 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 I'm kidding, man. It's it's all love, but look, Dayami Brown, right? From North Carolina, he's about six one. Uh, he's like two something. He's solid. You know, he looks slender. He looks slim, but the guy is actually strong for his yeah. frame. He's strong yeah. for his frame. I love the speed. He's more than just a burner. He's a guy that can run some routes. He runs some crispy routes and he gets separation, man. Look, like I said, if the workload comes, the Yami Brown can be special. And it seems like the football team love to hit on these third round picks. Let's yeah. start with Wizkins on this one, man. Talk to me about the Yami Brown and talk to me about what you're expecting from this young kid from North Carolina. Yeah, kind of what you said about him being bigger. He's a lot bigger than I thought he was going to be initially when we drafted him. I think he'll definitely maybe not get the reception numbers, but I definitely think he'll get those shots. I think he'll get those built-in shots throughout the game to take the top off the defense, and he'll be a guy that will be called on to do that. And I think he'll deliver. So I'm expecting a lot of Hey, another super chat, man. Shout out to Anonymous Taylor, man. $10 super chat. He says, Dayami. Look, this guy is on a Dayami train. Let's go. Dev, talk to me about Dayami Brown, man. Uh, I love Dayami. I, I like him so much that I'm willing to go ahead and let him start on the outside with, you know, Samuels on the inside so we can cut Humphreys. That's how much I like Dayami, man. I mean, I, I like Humphreys, man. I mean, what's not to like he's Humphreys? He's a cool name, dude. You know what I'm saying? Huh. I would just call him Hump all the time. What's your name, bro? Oh, but I, I really do like Dayami. I like his. I like the fact that you got three guys really that uh, you gotta you gotta stay a couple yards off of them, where they're gonna take you, you know, to the woodshed like a. Shakari Richardson got taken to the wishes. <laughs> hey, if you're not you first, you're last. <laughs> shake and bake. Hey, the beauty of Dayami Brown is that he's going to stretch the field. He's going to open up more work for guys like McKissick and Logan Thomas, and even Antonio Gibson out the backfield. So this offense has a chance to be special if, you know, everybody's clicking on all cylinders. You hate talk to me about Dayami Brown. Ah, uh, Dayami Brown. Uh, rookie out of NC. He's great. Um, my NFL comparison for him would be Anquan Bolden. Um, mm. Just with the size and the route running ability, um, I believe he's going to be a chain mover. Um, big impact year one. Um, maybe not so much uh, just because we do have Curtis and Terry. But I do think he comes into his own and carves out his own niche within the Scott Turner offense. Um, Dayami Brown, my guy, he's going to be okay. But I still think we keep Humphreys, though. You think this is a, a big year for, for Turner? Is this like a make-or-break year for Turner? Is it OC? Yeah. Man, look, I've been, <laughs> I've, been, I've been at Scott Turner net for the last two years. If he <laughs> – does not produce this year, bro. He's out. He gotta go. He gotta, gotta go. go because gotta go. I'm 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 gonna put this out there, right? 2012 was the best offense I've ever witnessed in my entire life under Shanahan, Shanahan, and the guy that's in uh, LA right now. I can't remember his name. It just McVay. McVay, right? Coach, that's Coach the Gruden. best offense I have ever seen in my life. 
You feel me? You had Alfred Morris, 1,600 yards. You had RG3 throw for 3,000 plus, and he ran for 800 more. You had um, Pierre Garçon, Deshaun Jackson. I mean, that was the best thing I've ever seen in my life, you know? And Turner hasn't even come close to that. Like, granted, we had check down Charlie and Alex Smith. and (laughs) Check down Charlie, yes, sir. we, We really didn't have a reliable running back then. But he hasn't even come like half so talent wise you think this team stacks up to that i I think this is like i think you don't think so hell no rg3 rg3 talent level rg3 was god right like outside of that close your eyes and he would have touched you and all your ailments would have been healed in 2012 yeah, he was definitely black jesus at times fred Fred, uh, davis (laughs) but you know i i thought about that that would be a good segment also to have like the best, most talented team since, you know, the Gibbs era. Mm-hmm. This might actually be it, though, bro. Think about it. You, RG3, you know what? Yeah. No, no, I can't. Yeah. I Chase, can't Young, Chase Young's a generational, got a generation talent feel. I can't this, say this is This the team most. next year is 10 times more talented than Man, that if team. They got, if, they, if they got, what's the kid from Liberty, the quarterback? Ooh, a Malik Willis? Man, if they got somebody like that, Okay, dude, hear me out, hear me out. I can't say this is the most talented Man. team. But I can say this is the most deep I have ever seen the football team as far as talent goes. Like from top to okay. bottom, we can literally make the argument for everyone to be a starter. Now that's that's true. But as far as talent goes, like if we were to line up the 2012 team versus this team on Madden, 2012 smokes them. Man, just cause, just cause. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Offense, not defensively. Offensively, <laughs> offensively, bro. Like. RG3 was, I told you, man, he was black Ch- Jesus. Chase Young. I think it's the best time since 2000. <laughs> Chase Young, a dog. Ch- Chase bro. Young would have broke RG3. <laughs> and Montez Sweat would have broke RG3. <laughs> yeah. Hey. I mean, it, so, guys, man, I gotta get some shout outs. Gotta get some shout outs to the guys out there. So, my guy, Cal, a uh, very good friend of mine, he says that Yami Brown surpasses Curtis Samuel this year by week eight. And I love Ooh. that tape. I love that tape. Uh, my guy Asan Moore, man, appreciate you hopping on the stream. He said, Check down Charlie, lol. He says, We have Fitzpatrick, <laughs> which equals Gunslinger, who people may ask to start checking down the ball. So that's a hey, that's contrasting styles, you know. Be you got what you ask for, who likes yeah, to yeah. air it out. Be careful you what you got, ask for, you right. Hey, oh. Yeah, with I mean, taking more chances comes more interceptions. Which I, is, I, I, I will right. say this. I, I don't think Fitzpatrick will have to take those chances he's been taking in the past this year with this team. That's the scarier part about it because he's still going to do it. Well, that's – can we really say that, though? Because uh, Third and one, 40 yards, you know. <laughs> I feel like uh, pretty much almost all the situations he's been in, majority of them, he's had to be the guy to come in and, and will the team to victory or try to. And so I guys, don't think that would be the same thing. We on Fitzpatrick right now. Let's go ahead and transition to a quarterback that is so dear to third down's heart, man. We got to go ahead and give uh, Stephen Montez his own segment. Look, this is what I see out of Stephen Montez. Okay, I, I know. Look, third down, and he said he wants to hear about, about Spanish wait, Jesus. Wait, wait a minute. Let me, let me let let me let me serenade you with some gospel uh, hymns in the background. Okay. So, man, we got, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Stephen Montez. Hi. <laughs> A.K.A. Spanish Jesus <laughs> He is going to be here next year As the number three quarterback 
That's where I see Steve Montez. What do you think? What do you think? Talk to me. Steven Montez. I think. I don't know. I don't know, man. I like Montez in college. Look, Ron Rivera has a thing. He has a thing for undrafted quarterbacks. He keeps them in the pipeline. We see the Heineke's, we see the Allens, and now we're seeing it with Steven Montez. It's going to take him a while. It's probably going to be practice squad, practice squad, then finally a roster spot, but I see him as a third quarterback. He's just a third quarterback that's going to be cheap. I see us drafting somebody next year. I see us having a bridge quarterback next year, but there's one more spot. There's one more spot. Kyle Allen leaves in free agency. He's not give, giving us a discount again. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, whether but Taylor who, Hyde, gives, who gives Kyle Allen the job? He's a scrub too. Hey, I mean, he, he might find a job as a number more. two or number three. Yeah, for more money, easy for more money, slightly more money. I mean, at yeah. the end of the day, at the end of the day, backup quarterbacks are supposed to be guys that yeah. have experience, right? Some guys that have gotten some some actual game reps. Guys Dallas would love in, Kyle Allen, right? They would yes. love Kyle Allen. I seen our next episode. Yeah. They would love I can, name, I can name 10 teams that would love a Kyle Allen. I mean, think about it. Who does Dallas have as their backup? Uh, Devin Gilbert and <laughs> Denamucci or whatever his name is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not putting my franchise on a dude named Gilbert's back. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> yeah, unless your name Gilbert Arenas or that dude from What's Eating Gilbert's Great. Right. So, Whiskey, give me your final thoughts on Steven Montez, and then we're going to dive into this next question from Money Mike. Appreciate you hopping on the stream, Money. One thing I do like about Steven Montez is his confidence is growing. Even after he threw that pick, uh, that one turnover we did have, he threw the pick, and he came back and still tried to come down and lead us to to victory. You could tell he threw the pick but shrugged it off and came back and, you know, still had the cojones to go out there and try to – go win the game. You know, he didn't have right. fear in his heart. And I do like that. I like that he was game. I like my quarterbacks to be game ready. So I think if he continues to progress uh, at that level, then, yeah, I'm with you. I can see him being inching out of third uh, quarterback spot on his roster next year. Absolutely. So Money Mike, welcome to the stream. He says, hey, can we talk about how bad our first-round pick has been playing? Oh, man. Who is that? Uh, Jamin Davis. Hey, as a Louisville guy, you know, I'm glad. No, I'm joking. I'm not glad. I know he went to Kentucky. Just, <laughs> I'm not glad he plays on our team now. But I don't think he's played bad, though. I just, I just don't think. Yeah, harsh where, do you, where, do you, where do you go in? Where do you go from Chase Young? Like, I guess, maybe he ruined it for Jamin Davis. <laughs> right. You know, like, everyone's not going to be Chase Young, you know. But, um to caveat on that you're right nobody everybody else isn't going to be chase young but from moving from the outside to the inside that's a lot of responsibility um Mm -hmm. if i was the gm for the football team i would definitely kick the tires on ruben foster and then try to kick john davis back to the outside and get rid of goddamn boston i can't stand boston bro you know i like i like boston i don't like him to start i mean but you you could do very you could do a lot worse than having a guy like Bostic on your football team. I, would definitely, I think he's a good player. I, I would definitely kick the tires on Ruben Foster and see what he got in. Because I've seen some uh, Instagram posts, and the, <laughs> the boy looked ready. The boy looked ready man. to go. 
Look, we've been seeing Instagram posts forever, man. Terrell yeah. Pryor, the list goes on and on. So I, I'm done with the workout off-season I mean, video. Ben Simmons Simmon looks good in uh, off-season. You know ben Simmons a sniper on the Man, on the dude, I thought oh, Dan Marley shooting threes. <laughs> the, the Manila sniper out there, man. To your the point, bay, though. The beige bomber. I do yeah. think that uh, – to, to your point, I do think that that is fair. I think they would pre- prefer to have him outside, but due to Bostic, I don't think they want Bostic there. I want so I, I think to start a thank week you. in the middle. <laughs> they don't. I, I don't want Bostic there. Look yeah, like I don't want Bostic nowhere near the starting lineup. Running in quicksand, like Bostic is yeah. Bostic slow, man. Like like I. This isn't I was, his era of football. This is not. Man, it is his era, but the problem you need to go Bostic, back to Pittsburgh. Nah. Man. He's too. He's too small. To play strong, he's too slow to play and can't take on blocks to play middle, and he can't play outside because he can't cover anybody. It's like, dude, you pretty much are special teamer. All right, guys. So I have another super chat alert. Appreciate Mike Money Mike for the five dollars super chat, and appreciate all the love that you guys are giving me tonight, man. It really means a lot, man. Mike, I got an electric bill, man. If you want (laughs) to. <laughs> and uh we got, got the OG. Only fans. we got the OG we got the OG of the DMV. He says you gotta keep a couple vets. Look, we are okay with keeping vets, but here's the thing, man. Bostic has to be used in moderation. You gotta use him the right way. Use him in use him as a Sam. Don't use him as a wheel. Hey, he's don't have him Sam. in space. <laughs> right. Huh? But K- KJ right, he's right. They, whoever, a Sean Moore. Assign yeah, more. more. That's who yeah. I want, man. KJ, he's unsigned. Right, right. We gotta get a KJ right. Uh, I mean, he's unbelievable, and yeah. he's still out there. He's still available. You know, he says Boston can make. He says Boston can't make tackles, and he sucks in coverage. Absolutely, he's too slow. He is. Look, I might be able to outrun Boston right now, and I'm not <laughs> fast. I I'm, think I'm just Boston is probably jump on Tech Mobile though. We back was he playing. <laughs> I think Box is claimed to being on the defense and staying on the field is that he's he probably knows the plays better than majority of the other linebackers. He might be yeah. the smartest guy there who gets to gets to defense. You need yeah. him on the team, but you don't need him playing. Facts. So you need him coaching, pretty much. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> Damon on the field. And hey, hopefully, can lo- hopefully, can long snap because Cheeseman ain't it, dog. I can yeah, tell you man. one thing. All this could have been avoided had Landon Collins agreed to switch from strong safety to linebacker, and we switched our base package to strong nickel. All this could have been avoided. We literally could have had Jamin Davis, Cole Holcomb on the field with Landon Collins, Cam Curl, and Reeves, and we would have been just fine. Still will be. Yeah, it, it still will be. Yeah, we're gonna play. We're gonna play more safeties than linebackers. I mean, yeah. at, at all times. So we we really only play two linebackers at a time anyway. So I think I read on Pro Football Focus uh, middle of the year last year that Washington was like seventy eight percent sub package on offense on defense. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. obviously, sub package is our base defense. Facts. I mean, that's just the NFL today. Offense are coming out in three three receiver sets on on a regular. You know, right. there's not many eye formations, strong eye, weak eye type of formations out there like that. So the sub packages is a direct result of that. I also uh, read um, on uh, NFL.com, um, go ahead and plug them in here. I've also read that our rival are looking to move someone. Um, Jalen Smith or Leighton Vanderesh might actually be on the block. 
I'll take um, either one or both. <laughs> yes. Either I'm one telling, or both. Yeah, I mean, if we can poach one of those guys, uh, Jalen Smith, hey, I'll take him. Play who right, got, right. Who got starting left guard? Who Man, I got – it's close. I got Flowers. I got Wes. I got Wes. I, I love West, man. I got flowers, man. Yeah, I think yeah, it'll be. I think it'll. I think it'll be flowers, but I think West should. I think West has earned it, man. Look, he's gonna get a lot of snaps. He's gonna get a lot of snaps. And look, I think West has a chance to be the starting right guard next year. After you know who leaves, we're not saying that name on this show. Um, but and appreciate. That, yeah, go ahead. I about to say his money's going to Terry. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Facts. So, man, we got extra, man. Extras on the show, and he's talking about which quarterback should we go after next year. We'll start Ooh. off with Dev. We'll uh, first off, off Dev. Shout out for shout out to Extra for the Illmatic background, by the way. Classic. <laughs> uh, but but um, I think we just said that you know who I want, man. Malik Willis. Malik Willis. Hey, and, he said he said draft or free but, agency. But but I want oh if we're going free agency. Aaron yeah, get my get my uh, Stevie J. <laughs> no. But I, <laughs> Stevie J over here. I want uh Aaron Rodgers, man. Ooh. Facts, facts. We I know he's a cry baby, but no. I mean, I I would love Aaron Rodgers, of course. Uh, I know everyone's on the Malik guy. I still want to see this season before I jump all the way on board with him. Okay. It would be hard for me to really pick a guy out the draft because so many variables. You know, where, where are we picking? Who else needs a quarterback? I don't even want to get too hype. I mean, I would have loved you, Trevor Lawrence this year, but couldn't get him. Malik Cunningham, by the way, Louisville, man. That's uh, Randall's boy. Let me ask y'all this. This is, this is a real – hey, we keep it real on the show. We keep it clean, but we keep it real. Mm. Are you guys – I'm going to start off with you, hate. Are you guys worried about another black quarterback coming to D.C.? Let's start off with you, Hate. No. You know why? Because I want Deshaun Watson here. That's why. <laughs> as much as people, you know, and I know Wizkins be at my neck on Twitter about <laughs> some things that I be saying about Watson, but I'm going to tell you, bro, like, the dude, like, time heals everything. You feel me? And I no. feel like. I feel like I feel like if this just goes away, like you know how you kind of not hearing about it anymore. I think that if it goes away and they kind of just part ways with him silently, I think he comes here. Nah, I man, mean, like I, like anywhere else but here, man. You can't have like the cookie monster into the into the into the cookie store, man. I knew somebody was gonna bring up you know you're gonna bring you're gonna bring a known situation. You're gonna bring a known freak to Chocolate City, man. That's like a that's like that's like building a team in Vegas. On a Vegas trip and get best player being James Harden. Like he ain't gonna go and break You seen what happened to Dwight Howard? They brought him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey man. That's hey, hey, I'm gonna go ahead and say this. So Money Mike says go get Deshaun Watson, and this is the thing. If Ron Rivera is building a certain culture, I think that eliminates Deshaun Watson just off rip. Just because Ron, just because too many, too many sex allegations, too, man. Yeah, yeah this is too many. No, have Hardy? Is there any chance that Watson gets cleared? That his name is cleared? Cut Greg his Hardy, name can he get did, cleared, did, did, but at the Greg. same time, Ron Rivera is a different animal. Cut In the back too. of Ron Rivera's mind, he's like, man, too many allegations. Like, yeah, yeah. he got rid of guys for you know trying to trying to bone elderly people. So, you know, <laughs> I didn't know a better way to say that. 
Hey, appreciate you keeping it as clean as possible. We are on YouTube. I don't want to get cut. I don't want to get cut. Don't cancel me, YouTube, please. But um, but yeah, man, facts. So let's go ahead and kick off the next topic real quick, man. So um, how do you guys feel about the quarterback situation? Who do you trust on the roster? Like, I mean, how do you guys feel? Because, like, we have a bunch of guys, a bunch of Jags, a bunch of journeymen, solid vet. Kick this thing off with Wiz. And then we're gonna go to you hate, and we're gonna go to Dan. I'll be right back. Um, for for anyone who you know who does follow me on Instagram, you know I'm I'm buying all the way in this year. So in my opinion, I feel comfortable with Fitz. I don't know if he's the quarterback long term, but I think he'll do a good job this year, uh, playing for the best coach he's ever played for, uh, for the best offense he's ever played for, with the best defense he's ever played for, and just overall better best situation he's ever been in. I think the stars are aligning. A little perfectly with that, but uh, past this year, I don't know how how far he really leads us. So that's the big question with me. Okay, um, I look at it like chess, man. Like it's really not on fits, and it's really not on the pieces around him. It's on the player. So it's all on Scott Turner for me when it comes to fits. If we can keep it third and short. And Fitz doesn't have to throw the ball as much. I think that he can cut down the turnovers. Um, And I think that instead of trying to use the pass to set up the run, I think we need to set up the run by – set up the pass utilizing the run. So I believe that it's all on Scott Turner, not so much on Fitz. I do trust Fitz as a savvy veteran, as someone who can place the ball where it needs to be. But for me, it's the ball's in Turner's court. Hey, I agree. Excellent point, Dev. I think Fitz goes like six and zero to start the season. Then he loses like five straight. He's, just, he's gonna be like Egypt Air and just nosedive, man. Tony Banks, <laughs> man, yeah, that whole uh, Coach Zorn the same way. I, I don't. I like I, Fitzpatrick has been a decent quarterback for the last four years. I'm going to be honest about it. He's been as he's been an a, a average or to slightly above average quarterback for at least three or four years. He wasn't a, he's been better than what we've had for the last three or four years, by the way, to be real honest. Right, so right, if, right. if we can get at least that Fitzpatrick, man, if we had that Fitzpatrick last year, Washington wins 10 games, man. If we had a field goal kicker, Washington may win 10 games. (laughs) You know, to be honest. Actually, if we signed Cam last year, we win 10 games. I want a Cam this year, bro. I might have been only one. I want a Cam this year. I know you hate him. But I like Cam, man. I want a Cam or Cap. Either one. I want want a Cam or Cap. I I was screaming for Cap when we signed – when we traded for Alex Smith, I was screaming for Cap. You know, man, I, so, think, I think it's over for that kid. It's yeah, been out of league like four years. Him. It's, it's over. over. But yeah, I go get RG three again, man. I definitely hey. wanted. I definitely wanted Cam, bro. Like, like bringing in Ron and Turner and like Cam would have just sealed the deal. Like he would have been a perfect fit. Honestly, hey guys, he, check this out. Oh, what's up? Asan makes a good point, right? You have. Fits tragic or you have fits magic. And even with a decent fits, <laughs> even with a decent fits, he's saying 24 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. That's a hey, I'll take look, that. I'll take that all day long. Alex, <laughs> Alex Smith was basically toilet water, to be real honest. Bruh, and he, he was man. like a, he was like 10 and 5. He was 5 Bruh. and 1 last year, bro. Man, yeah. Alex Smith, man. Man, I don't want to talk about that guy no more, man. Uh, <laughs> I think, but I do think if Fitz messes up for about three games. Heineke's not going to lose that job. 
Yeah, the thing with Heineke. Okay, now when I looked at Heineke in that last game, he ran before making that read. He did. Fitzpatrick did make the read and look downfield and move in the pocket a little bit to make the throw. Heineke be like, "Oh, I got to open and I'm gonna take off." So. I think we haven't seen enough from Heineke. I like Heineke. I was on the Heineke train last year. Um, but I just think that Fitz sees the field quicker. He can read the field and make his reads a lot faster than Heineke, in my opinion. But Heineke gives you that extra added element of scrambling and moving with, you know, just that, that, that swag, that moxie. He's more so, dynamic. Yeah, he's more dynamic, especially with his feet. But Fitz can make all the throws. Literally all the throws. Yeah. And so what, so what you're telling me is it's mm-hmm. it's Spanish Jesus then. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, hey, hey. Steven Montez can just chill where he is. And, y'all hey, wait, you know, y'all just wait right there. The quarterback, man. Hey. Y'all not gonna like me for this one, but I feel Talk like um Heineke played absolutely out of his mind in the yeah. playoffs last season. Yeah. Um he game. played above and beyond what we expected to. The defense obviously let us down because they couldn't get off the field. Mm-hmm. Heineke is a backup for a reason. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just yeah. don't think that... Facts. I just I just don't think He's that... He's a jack. One, one year is just going to make him a starter, like like a star. Like, granted, Five. he's a he's a local hero, but he's only, like, six foot. Like, he's a backup. Barely. He's going to be... He's literally going to be a journeyman backup. I don't think fifth leaves a starting job. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that Fitz is going to lose his job. I think Fitz finished out the season. So, um, Steven Montez, he still need a little bit more polishing, man. Like, but I think that it, we will. He will be the third quarterback next season. Um, it'll be it'll be Heineke number two, Steven Montez number three, and we will have a new starter next season. I think he's going to be number three this year. I think Josh. I think Josh. I think uh, Allen is going to be put on injury reserve. All right, so guys, I got to get to this topic right here, man. This topic right here is, is a pretty good one. Asam Moore says, Landon Collins looks like his old self. Like as he looked like when he was with the Giants. Says Cam Curl, likely to be the nickel. Look, I see Cam Curl and Landon Collins starting, or even if McCain starts, you're going to see a lot of Cameron Curl in that Buffalo so talk to me about uh, I'm gonna start with I'm gonna start with uh, with uh, Wiz. Talk to me about Landon Collins and how he's looking out there to you, and then the role of pretty much all of our safeties in terms of Landon Collins, Cam Curl, and Bobby McCain. I mean, can, mm. for, for 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 one, can we just really appreciate that we have adequate safety place in Sean Taylor? Amen. At mm. adequate free safety play. I can't remember the last time we had adequate free safety play. Not even Swearinger. Swear. Yeah. Mm. Swearinger, <laughs> he, you know, he, he was a dumper. But, you know, I, I feel like we haven't truly had adequate. And we have safety depth. So I'm really, really impressed with that. And I'm, I'm impressed with Landon Collins being back so soon and looking as good as he is. You know, people forget Landon Collins is a guy. Mm-hmm. He's always been a guy since high school, since college, since he's been in the NFL. He's been a guy. So if you have, if he can come back and be be that top tier form, and Curl can continue playing, and I really do think the coaches like Bobby McCain. I see all three of those guys, uh, pretty much all starters. I think they all know that they're going to be on the field. Landon Collins probably won't come off. I think he has ascended even past how Curl has played last year. I think Landon has established himself as the guy again. 
Right. And I think all three of those guys will see a heavy time this year. Okay. Mm-hmm. What is Abke following at, man? Abke? <laughs> Abke's <laughs> making a team. Abke's <laughs> making a team. Order. Listen, after he's making the team, he's a corner slash safety, and he plays all special teams. So that yep. he keeps you a guy right there. That's like two guys in one. Uh, Dev, talk to me about Landon Collins. I love him. Um, I talk, Hey, I want everybody to go back on Twitter. When I said this, I was like, they're like oh, they're going to move him to linebacker, and Curl's going to start. Like, no, they both are going to start in base. You know, Cam is technically a free safety anyways, or a corner. You know, he, right. he was actually – Filling in for Collins at strong safety. It wasn't his natural position. So I, I am glad that they seen it that way and gonna start start your best players, man. I agree with Ron. And I I love uh London. I think he's kind of he had a little chance to sit back and reflect. And you know, sometimes when you look yourself in the mirror, man, that's the that's the best uh recipe for getting back on track. Absolutely, absolutely. And how about you, you hate? Uh I'm not a big Landon Collins guy. Um, for me, when I think of strong safety, I'm looking more towards like Cam Chancellor, Jamal Adams. Like those dudes are absolutely, they play absolutely insane. That's what I'm looking for. Somebody flying around the field, thumping people. Um, not, nece- not necessarily trying to get interceptions. You said DJ Swanger earlier. I think that, um, granted, he was a good safety, but. Mm-hmm. His his faults came by by defensive scheme. Like our, you know, Tim Hazlitt was a nimka poop. You know what I'm saying? So I just think that, you know, he put him He's better than Minuski. He yeah. He put him Facts. in bad situations. You know what I'm saying? Minuski, listen, man. Uh, Landon Landon Collins will be good if he learns to play within the scheme of the system. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 if 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 he doesn't try to do too much, I think that Landon Collins will be successful. But my guy is Cam Curl. I'm really high on Cam Curl. Troy Abke, um, I would rather him deliver peanuts to the people in the stands. Like, because <laughs> Abke, bro, like, like, like I said, Abke couldn't spot a car coming at him from 100 miles an hour away. Like, he... He can't see the dudes that's running right at him, and they just run right past him. He's like, "Yo, I think he dropped something," and he's trying to chase them down and give them their sauce or something like. Like Abke's trash to me, man. Like I think he needs to go. I don't. I, I, you know, I, I think he gets cut. Only I, re- I don't think cut. he gets cut, but the only reason I, I give him a pass last year is because you got a guy who I didn't expect that would start going into the year. Didn't have an offseason at all. You couldn't have found those things out in a preseason game where, you know, he had bad angles. Those are because you don't go 100% tackling and throw people right. down in practice. So right. he's a guy just on his physical abilities alone will look great in practice. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you get a guy like at the game, he has to play a lot. And he got better after about week 12. He became a better player because they started – Shrinking his areas, they put him in a flat <laughs> card. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I listen, mean, listen, let me tell you. Whenever, that's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. Whenever I saw yeah. single high safety, I said, "Yeah, touchdown." The Abke, they go yeah. to Abke. Well, you put him, you put him, you put him in there. You put him in KPL's role, like they did. They start putting him in KPL's role in the dime or nickel. You know, you can see yeah. that he's not bad if he can see the things in front mm-hmm. of him. But right. when somebody starts running behind him. 
that boy lost. But you know, I give him one. I give him a one thing respect. Hey, next he could end up if he starts a game, he would be the first white starting corner since Jason Seahorn. So he gonna have to get some respect for me. For uh, that, you know? nah, nah. I wouldn't say Jason Seahorn. What's that other guy that we had? Um, the, a white corner. The white, yeah, white after the Sean passed. I don't remember no no white corner. Nah, Reed Dottie was a safety, bro. Reed, Reed, yeah. okay, he's a safety. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Reed Dottie, and, that, and that's I another mean, guy that's been on the team about five there. years too long. Every year it was like, oh, he getting cut. Nope, <laughs> made the team, man. Yeah, I'm about to queue up the next topic. Y'all about to see it in five, four, three, two, one. Let's talk, Jared Patterson. Jared Patterson, he is the human highlight reel right now. He's playing unbelievable. A lot of people say he's 5'5", five, five, he's 5'6". It doesn't matter. He is a football player. People say, oh, he played at a small school. He didn't play nobody. I say production, okay? So talk to me about Jared Patterson. Let's start with Dev. Hey, it's always cool to see a guy that looks like he shops at the baby gap run a touchdown. I mean, I <laughs> – I, 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 I love Jerry Patterson. I like his story. Uh, if you listen to him in interviews, it seems like a, a really cool kid to even have a conversation with on the team, man. That, that guy, uh, I, th- I see some big things. Uh, they say he's like what, uh, didn't, uh, like Sproles a little bit? They say Sproles. I see more so Maurice Jones, Drew Ray Rice. I'm sorry. I know, I know I'm thinking – I'm not saying he's going to become those guys, but his body type, his physical stature, I think he's bigger than a Darren Sproles. What do you think, Wiz? Um, I think play style, he's more of a sports guy. Just okay. just just the way they'll probably like to use him. But mm-hmm. um I mean physical stature, I definitely see Luis Jones Drew. They have that same kind of body build. Yeah. With them yeah. same huge legs. But I yes. <laughs> yes. I really like him and I really think he's gonna push for them to go ahead and use and have four running backs. I think his preseason vindicates his college game and it kind of makes you believe okay yeah he really is that good you know we we it wasn't just buffalo we are seeing someone who can actually actually play and i think they'll carve out a role from for him i think he'll uh they'll probably take over for jd next year since it's his contract year and you know they won't have to pay him and they'll just be able to keep 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 that guy and just move him up but yeah i i believe he'll definitely step up and have a role this year and an increased role as he stays on this team. Do you think that's why he was? they were running uh, Antonio Gibson so much on short yardage when usually that's a barber thing? I wonder if, that, if they were – I felt like they were making it a point that let's see if we can use Gibson because he has the size to be a good short yard back. Let's see if right. he's learning to get low so that we can cut Barber. Yeah. I, I think that's definitely something they, they were thinking about. All right, so let's let's go ahead and transition a little bit. I'm gonna let you hate talk a little bit about Jared Patterson, but if we're keeping four running backs and we had to keep four tight ends, do you rather keep Jared Patterson or do you rather keep Simis Reyes? You hate? They both making it. Uh, I'm I'm keeping Jared Patterson, man. Um, uh, you know that saying you can't put a horse to a housewife. I believe that you can turn a wide receiver to a running back. I am big on Jared Patterson. I believe he is the best running back on the roster, the best pure running back on the roster. Um, I believe if it wasn't for guys being a nincompoop, um, he we wouldn't have drafted Gibson. 
Um, like right. Harrison is the guy, right. bro. Like he will take snaps from Gibson. Like and that's without a shadow of a doubt. Like I watched him run throughout the preseason. I watched him. I watched it again. He shows so much patience. He runs through tackles. He had a low center of gravity. He he makes people miss at the first and second level in the box, bro. Like that's crazy. Gibson reminds me of Arian Foster. Um, Patterson reminds me of M- MJD. You know what I mean? Like he's just a bruiser. Like I think that you give him about two years. Gibson is gone. Patterson back. Okay. Wow. I kind of wow. feel like that too. So <laughs> let's transition to the oh, next topic. So who do you guys think wins the kickoff returning job and the punt returning job? Because we need somebody. My opinion is that the kickoff returning job, maybe you give it to Patterson and then maybe Dax Mill for the punt returning job. Uh let's kick this one off with Wiz. That's my answer. I think Patterson for the for the kick return job, and 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 then Dax Mill for the punt return job, and that's how they make the roster. Okay, 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 okay. What about you, Dev? Uh, I I, I want to see them play uh, Patterson on punt returns in in okay. the preseason game. I want to see if that uh what that would look like, but because uh, Dayami play uh. Punt return also? Could he do that? I mean, Samuels could do that, right? Right. Samuels can do that. But it's like you're not paying him that much money to do that. It's just too yeah. risky uh, just for his health. But, I mean, I can see them putting a, put, put a, a uh, Dayami Brown there. Don't Tariq ever – I mean, Tariq Hill run punt return sometime? He did as a rookie and, second. I mean, you know, second year. And after that, they said, yo, you are too valuable. <laughs> Maybe if it's a must-have. <laughs> hey, money man, money man says, man, effort, man. Just let Patterson do it all. He's nice. Look, I, I think Seamus, I think Reyes and it. Patterson are gonna make the team. By the way, yeah, I, I think so too. I think at this point, they they rather keep three tight ends and four. Maybe that fourth guy that I wanted was Ricky Seals Jones. I was pushing for him, but they're probably going to keep Simmons Reyes and just have Logan Thomas pretty much get all the passing snaps and then Bates with a few. And then Simmons Reyes will just be that third depth guy until he really, really learns the position. Because at this point, he's still a project, but he is the most physical so far. He's the most physical so far. He's out here pancaking defensive linemen. That's what I want to see out of my tight end. That's pretty impressive. It's pretty impressive, man. I mean, I was totally shocked. Totally so where's that short? Where does that short your personnel at uh, offensive line? Maybe do you keep four hey, guards? Well, Look, we got we got to keep nine linemen. Okay, nah. you got to have your five starters, and then you got to have four. I think you have seven. four backups. I think seven. I think you keep two tackles and a guard that can play. It's center. Too risky. It is too risky. Yeah, that's that's real risky. I, I mean, you know, think about it. Think about it. If if you have five guys right starting right. You need at least a guard, right? Then you need, like, with our versatility, you have guys that can swing around, but you just don't want an injury to go down. And then you're like, oh man, we're down to six. Well, Charles can play guard and tackle. Right. Then you have Lucas can play either left or right tackle. Mm-hmm. And then but, you have uh, well, whoever you can play center. Then what happens and with two guys? You got West. You game? got West. You got West if you're starting him over. But you also have your boy, uh, you gotta keep talking about nine. play left 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 guard can also play tackle. If you only Let, have seven, 
If you only What's have wrong? seven, you're two away from not being able to have any. Exactly. Exactly. You got to have nine. I think nine is a number. Most teams keep nine as a safe bet. Some keep 10, 11, but I think yeah. nine, you have to keep nine. It's just impossible to roll with anything less than nine. I mean, it's, it's too risky. It is just too risky. That's a position where, hey, maybe you short a defensive end. I'm just saying, maybe you short. I mean, maybe maybe you you only keep two quarterbacks. I'm just saying, like, if yeah. you're trying to be creative to keep all your young assets, goodbye, Kyle, Kyle Allen. Yeah, I'm just saying, I, and then I, you I have Steve Montez in the in the uh, in the practice squad. I'm just mm-hmm. saying they're gonna get real creative on who we keep, who we're not keeping, who goes on the practice squad because people can't poach you once you hit that practice squad. You got to clear waivers, I think. Then you get on the practice squad. And even even then, you can protect certain players, but how many players can you actually protect? So, I mean, that's going to be really, really interesting. But we've we've come to the point in the show where we're going to talk about the last topic of the night. And I just want us to look ahead to week one versus the Chargers. We're going to start with you hate on this one. I want you to tell me what you see happening in week one. Now, mind you, Justin Herbert has not played a single snap in preseason. Neither has Keenan Allen and neither has maybe it's Austin Eckler. So for a quarterback to not play a single snap in preseason, that can come back to bite him in the regular season in week one. So talk to me a little bit about that, you hate. Um, I'm not really concerned about him not playing in the preseason. I'm more concerned about us not scoring in the preseason without one. Um, and then, oh man, we got a wide receiver at running back who really hasn't gotten past protection all the way down. I think both Bosa, Bosa like his Patrick Um Keenan Allen, he's a different beast. He, I mean, when it comes to route running, he's definitely top three. Right. Um, so, I think we win that game, man. I think we win it, but it, 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 it's going to be a dog fight. A uh, uh, 2017 football team win. My okay. Awesome. Talk to me, Wiz Skins. Um, I think our offense will come out and struggle a little bit, but I think our defense will be flying on all cylinders. And um, I, I think their offense is going to struggle. I think not having that preseason will definitely hurt. I mean, people like to say, you know, well, you know, people didn't have preseason last year, but everyone didn't have preseason last year. So that was the same throughout. I think for them not starting their starters and having their first taste of game action be against Tracy Young and the boys, I think it's going to be a tough game for them. So I'm, I'm, I think we'll win, I'll say 31-17. I Ooh. think the defense will – I think we'll win the field position game. You put a score on it. Yeah, I'm putting a score <laughs> on it. Baby. I think we're going to fill position game, and I think our defense is going to turn up. Man, uh, yeah, I'm gonna say 31-17. I love it, man. Dev, talk to me, man. Uh, I think it's going to definitely. I think it's dumb to have a quarterback who didn't have a preseason last year, 
and not to hold him out in preseason this game against the number one pass defense, number one pass rush defense, and the number one goal line defense in the NFL. If I'm Chase Young, I'm like Ivan Dragoff in the red, man, when the game starts. I'm like, <laughs> if he dies, he dies. That's that, that's me if, if I'm if I'm Chase Young, personally, right. man. I, I'm like, you know, and I can see the coach throwing the town, man. You're like, Apollo Creed. Hey, man, like, I – they should really be. It should be barbecue chicken for 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 a Chase Young and uh, Montez Sweat and Payne and I and I. People forget Ionitis was our best defensive lineman That's the year before last. Question. Yep. You know, and 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 that if, if he gets back to two years ago, Ionitis. That's it. It, it settles. Isn't yes yeah, six sacks. I mean, you want to put it in context. Chase Young had what eight, seven and a half or something like that. Right. I, he didn't come near the snaps amount count that uh, Chase Young did without even looking at stats. I'm mm-hmm. sure he didn't come close to those snaps. So I'm like, it, it's going to be a hard way. I wouldn't play in preseason either. I'd be scared. It, maybe I think anything <laughs> short than shock and awe that like RG3 versus New Orleans the first game, it, unless that happens, I think that um, the quarterback for the Chargers is uh, going to be in some bad company. Awesome. Awesome. So I'm going to read this last comment that I'm going to give my thoughts, and we'll go ahead and end the show. Asan Moore says, Washington, 24, Chargers, 17. Fitz is going to struggle. Then he's going to uh, start uh, to gain chemistry and light it up. Gibson runs for about 70 yards. Terry and Cam Sims, 40 yards. Each defense dominates, and Washington football team win this game. I love it. I think that the Washington football team win this game. I yeah. think that we're going to get after uh, what's his name, Herbert. It's going to be barbecue chicken. Everybody's going to be eating, man. See, when you're hungry, you eat, right? So, the look, these guys are going to come hungry. They're not going to eat lunch. They're not going to eat breakfast. They're not going to eat pregame snack. They go, look, they're going to feast on that quarterback. They're going to feast on that offense. I think the football team wins that game. They probably score about 24 to 27 points to 17 for the Chargers. That's my prediction. So, guys. I want you guys to let the people know where they can find you on social media. And we're going to start with you, Hate. You hate? Uh, man, you can find me on Twitter at Elsewhere. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. All right. You can find me on Twitter at Elsewhere Jamar. Um, you can also find me on PSN and Twitch at You Hate Me. Good stuff. Good stuff. Talk to me, Dev. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, hello underscore I'm underscore dev. Uh, you can also find me on Xbox at uh, Pyrex Guards. That's me. Uh, hey, I was on a nine-game winning streak in Madden. If you might want some. <laughs> awesome, <laughs> awesome. Talk to me, Wiz. Where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WizGames. And I might take you up on that Madden offer. <laughs> and you guys can find me on TS with Manny on Twitter. You guys can find me at Manny Chakuba as well, as well as the Back Row Redskins show on uh, Twitter. So, man, this is the Back Row Skins show. Appreciate you guys for hopping on this uh, live stream. Thank you guys for everybody who hopped into the chat. Thank you guys for all the super chats. It means a lot. I appreciate all the love that you guys give me out there. Uh, we do this every Wednesday, 9.30 Central Time, 10.30 Eastern Times with different guests. Next week, we're going to have the admins from the um, the Redskins Hub group. 
uh, coming on uh, chat with us. So uh, we're going to have a good time, man. So if you guys are new to the channel, please like, please subscribe, and please share. And if you're listening to the audio, please give your boy a five star. Please give your boy a review. It helps the channel. It helps the pod grow. Until next time, I will catch you guys on the next episode. And we out.